0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Grind podcast, a ministry of Faith Baptist Church. It's a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, on our daily walk with Christ, hosted by Stephen and Andy Bitsko, myself. Today we're going to be using our Bibles, as well as the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional. If you don't have a Bible readily available that you can use, you can download the Logos Bible software from Logos.com or the App Store. You can also purchase the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional from Logos.com. Title of this sermon, forgiveness. Very simple. Yes, forgiveness. It's one word. This is for May nineteenth, twenty twenty.
1: Yes, preached on twentieth of May, (laughs) eighteen fifty-five. Just in case you were confused. Yes. Just in case you were confused. Yes.
0: All right. First text we're going to be reading is Acts chapter number eight. Verses 26 through 40. Again, that's Acts chapter number 8, verses 26 through 40. Feel free to pause the podcast while you find that in your Bible. And in Acts chapter number 8, verses 26 through 40, and we see, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Rise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia in eunuch of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near, and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, So so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation, for his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached under him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Yes.
1: So the title of the message is Forgiveness. It's a sermon that was delivered on the morning of May 20th in the year of 1855 by the Reverend Charles Spurgeon at Exeter Hall and Strand. And this is an excerpt, and the excerpt is "There are some passages of scripture which have been more abundantly blessed to to the conversation of souls or conversion of souls than others. They may be called salvation texts we may We may not be able to discover how it is or why it is, but certainly it is the fact that some chosen verses." have been more used of God to bring men to the cross of Christ than any others in his word. Excuse me. Certainly, there are not more inspired, but I suppose they are more more noticeable from their position, from their peculiar phraseology more adaptive to catch the eye of the reader, and more suitable to a prevailing spiritual condition. All the stars in the heavens shine very brightly, but only a few attract the eye of the mariner and directs his course. The reason is is this, that those few stars from their peculiar grouping are more readily distinguished and the eye easily fixes upon them. So I suppose it is that those passages of God's word, which especially attract attention and direct the sinner to the cross of Christ. If it, it so happens that this text is one of the chief of them, I have found it, in my experience, to be a most useful one. For out of the hundreds of persons who have come to me to narrate their converse, to narrate their conversion, and experience, I have found a very large proportion who have tracked the divine change which has been wrought in their hearts to the hearing of the precious declaration of sovereign mercy read, and the application of it with power to their souls. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake, and will not remember thy sins. So Spurgeon's message, he, he, used the, the, he used the text of Isaiah chapter 43 verse number 25. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. So Spurgeon in his text was talking in his sermon, was talking about what texts or words of the Bible uh, draw men and women to salvation. There are many of them. I know me personally. I remember in room 311 in building 127 at Spangdelham Air Base, me reading a track and it had the Romans Road. And so many times throughout my life, I have looked back and shared the the scripture from Romans to others to witness to them. But it was one peculiar, one peculiar verse that, that told me that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. As a, a military person, perfection is the name of the game. And had the realization that there is no one perfect and, except for Jesus Christ and that I was a sinner. As I've grown through the years of my Christian growth and my relationship and fellowship with Jesus Christ, some of these other verses have come to my mind. Before Andy and I explain and share these verses with you, the author of uh, uh, Charles Spurgeon has two other verses that he would like to share. That he uses throughout his life, and the first one is Mark chapter sixteen, verse number sixteen: "He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned." And in First Timothy chapter one, verse number fifteen, excuse me, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all ex- exception. Uh, that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. The first verse that I'm going to discuss is is from my life. I I remember this verse that first spoke to me or drew my attention. It was uh, right after uh, Matthew was born. This was some 20, 20 years, almost 20 years ago. And uh, I was sitting at the, the coffee table in the morning reading my Bible, fret, fretting about and worrying about, you know, my future of my new position as being a husband and obviously being a wife. My wife and I were married for two years during that time. And uh, this verse stuck out to me. And it was, uh, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whitherso- whithersoever he will. Proverbs chapter twenty one verse one. And I remember being at peace after reading this. In fact, I remember thinking in my mind, because I so so often throughout the years have had my memory come back to this, where the peace was he's in control of everything. It's it's not my it's not my doing, but it's his will. And uh, this verse has uh, spoke to me throughout the years, through the struggles and tribulations. Another verse that, come, that comes to my mind is uh, actually this is Andy's verse right here. It I'm is. sorry, <laughs> my, my other verse got cut. It did? It? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, maybe it's a little bit later on the deck. I
0: don't know. This is a verse that uh, that I like that I, I learned in. Uh... I don't know. I, f- I forget where I learned it. I'm, it could have been devotions. It could have been Patch Pirate Club. could have been s- some sermon or other. But it's Proverbs 9.10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's a Patch Pirate the, song. Is it? That's
1: what it is. That's the fear what it is. of the okay. Lord. Okay. Yeah.
0: The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. I, 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 when I think about it, I like to break it down into two parts. And I like to replace the word fear with utmost respect. The utmost respect of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You can't have wisdom without looking to the Lord for it in the first place. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. You can't understand anything, truly understand anything, until you understand what God wants you to do. And I think those are two very important things that I always thought you know were very important to me. And also... Another verse that more recently I've been, uh, I've been trying to work on and implement in my life, uh, 1 Peter chapter number 3, verse 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer for every man to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Yes. This is, uh, for, for those of you that may have been Christians for a long time, this is where apologetics comes from. And uh, I've talked a lot on this podcast that we have to answer why for so many things about being a Christian. Why we act the way we do. Why we believe the way we do. And I think that this verse is very important. It's God directly telling us we need to be ready to answer why for everything. And to give an answer for everything that we can. And we're not always going to have the answer. But we should always be looking for the answer. And I think that's one of the most important things that I'm working on doing right now.
1: I think that's, that, that, that's beautiful. And you're absolutely right. You know, so many times, you know, Christians through their, through their years of walking with Christ, you know, they hit a dead end or they get, they fizzle out how sad it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, they only understand uh, certain things and they've never, let's say that, for example, they get saved, but, they don't go to a church, but if, let's say they do go to a church, but they don't go to a discipleship course, or they don't go to a, an elder or a leader in the church to learn and to to uh, study the Word of God with. Uh, it's a shame that people think that, you know, you have to go to Bible college or to seminary or uh, to be able to get an understanding of the Word of God. But the amazing thing is that God gave you, his teacher to your city, to your town, which is called your pastor, and he could, he could teach you. Um, also, there's many Sunday school, I know we talked about this with, you know, many Sunday school teachers and so forth, but, you know, it's, it's amazing how there's, these, there's people in these positions, and, you know, we, we, have the, we as the congregation or the member need to go to them and to ask these questions, because I truly believe there is a hunger in the Christian, in the Christian today, in the Christian past, in the Christian future, there's a hunger for knowledge and and, and closeness to have with God's word and especially with Christ. And there's a lot of things and a lot of questions that can be answered and be able to be received from the word of God. You know, you start off with milk. You know, Paul was talking about uh, t- starting with milk and then you have meat. So there, there is a process that has to take place. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing to keep the quickness of time. But, yeah, you get that milk, you know, you get that bottle. Let's put it that way. Then from that bottle, you go to a sippy cup. And then from that sippy cup, you have a Cheerio. Okay, and then from a Cheerio, you have a cracker, you know, and then eventually you're going to have your peas, your applesauce, your carrots. And, you know, finally, you're going to get in something that you chew spaghetti. Well, yes, you got to have spaghetti, but you're going to get that meat. So there's that process, that growth process that takes place. And so many people, they're fired up. They want to learn. They want to know, but they don't get past that milk. They 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 don't come back to church, or they stop to have that fellowship with that Christian, or they stop or when the pastor comes knocking on their door, they're dunking behind the couch, you know. You have to you have to realize that the Savior, Jesus Christ, He did it all for us. He gave us that that gift of eternal life. And without that gift, we we'd would have a destination to hell,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is uh, fire and brimstone and gnashing of teeth in darkness. Mm-hmm. And because of that gift of this, free, of this free life of eternity, I would want, I think you want, and I think there's other Christians that want, to have the best they can, to have that answer readily available and to be able to give an account. And, you know, it's not always witnessing, too, Andy. I just want to point that And I'm, I'm having this conversation with you. It's not always witnessing to have that answer, to witness to, you know, that lost soul. It's also to have a, a, an answer as being a Christian, to have a knowledge as being a Christian. Of Why I believe in this or why I follow this mm-hmm. or why this doctrine explains this or why we have that ordinance or why we have this most powerful God mm-hmm. or why he's in control of everything in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, having that answer to have that answer to to a friend, mm-hmm. to a, even your wife, mm-hmm. to your son, to your daughter, to just to be able to say, you know what, I'm a Christian. Because of this chapter and verse, or I'm a Christian because of this answer. I dare not to be that Christian, or if there is any Christian, say, you know what? Wait a second. I don't have an answer. Call my pastor. Mm-hmm. You know that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's one of, the, one of the sad things, you know, with being, being a Christian sometimes, is you, you have to make a choice a conscious decision do you want to learn or not? You know, because like with anything else, it's not just gonna pass through, you know, your brain on waves, and you know, you're suddenly gonna learn the information without actually putting in any any effort. You actually have to put in effort to think about it. A good example is something I'm working on studying right now is why do I know that there is a God. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I touched on it. I believe a couple of weeks ago. On why do I know that there is a God. And then uh, the second question. How do I know that this God. Is the right God. Those are two very important questions. That need to be answered. If, for instance if you're talking to an atheist. Who doesn't believe that there is anything. In, uh, called supernatural. You need to be ready to give an answer. Why there is a God and how do i know that my god is the god and th- those are two very important questions that you need to answer that i'm working through right now and if you're if you're a christian and you take a moment and you think about it and you know you 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 can't really think of a good answer then i would encourage you to study your bible i would encourage you to go look for resources maybe get on your logos bible software and look look at some stuff you know Find something, look for an answer. don't just be passive and wait till the question comes, and then be dumbfounded. The Jehovah's witnesses are very good at this, and I've had personal experience where they'll come and they 'll knock on your door, and they'll throw you some question out of left field that you've never thought of before. but you stop to think about it and you don't really have a good answer. And in reality, the answer to the question is you know kind of twisted at times so that there's not really a right answer but you really have to think about it and if you think about it and you don't have a right answer then aha they got you you know so you always have to be constantly looking out for an answer to all the different kinds of questions and if you're not saved Think about, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while or if you're if this is your first podcast.
1: We only have one listener, by the way. <laughs> have... and I hope he's he or she is listening
0: right now. But that one listener, go ahead and speak to him, Andy. <laughs> if, if, if you aren't saved in these things and you have these questions, you know, you can go to the Faith Life or you can go to the Facebook. And there's people that would... To help you answer those questions.
1: And I'm going to do a plug here tonight. We start the Bible study. We do. We start the Bible study tonight at 7:30 Mountain Standard mm-hmm. Time. Um, if to our one listener, there's a video on our Facebook page for Faith Baptist Church in El Paso that tells you how to enroll. Mm-hmm. But we are going to be doing a study of Jacob, mm-hmm. and it's amazing how the lineage of Jacob, how how God sets that that family. Okay, right there. And how it all, how, you know, God has the impression and how God is, is overall in control of that person. And, and even during the struggles. But it gives the answer to that family of what is their true God. You know, they, they, there's, there's the, you know, you look at Rebecca and you look at Isaac. And you look at the different things that came out of Jacob. But there's a reason there's a reason of his heritage and lineage that takes place. And that all comes towards the focal point of God. Not to take away your point. I'll save mm-hmm. a lot for uh, the Bible study that's taken care of tonight at 730. Yes. But I think, you know, we, we did a lot of discussion here. I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up right now and I'm going to discuss with them that we're going to start doing something different next week, right? hmm we are. What are we going to start? Be, where we, go ahead and explain what we're going to be doing to our one
0: listener. Are we, which one are we talking about, the, the missionaries, or are we talking about the different curriculum?
1: The different curriculum. Uh, and then I'll talk about the okay. missionaries.
0: So, so we're looking at uh, changing up the curriculum a little bit, uh, maybe something that's a little bit more discipleship style of curriculum, a little bit more devotional style. Than uh, a little bit shift from evangelistic style of podcast curriculum um, to something a little bit more devotional style.
1: Well, more of a di- more of a discussion 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 of the sense of uh, to to uh, to learn and to be part of the conversation mm-hmm. as we take a deeper dive into God's word. More of an apologetic mm-hmm. uh, stance. Um, I don't want to get too theological in these in those big words, but. You know, just to be able to give more the meat to the people per se. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that we're discussing to our one listener out there, you're going to have to do a lot of work, is uh, uh, post and find me missionaries. I need missionaries that are, uh, that are able and have the technology to send me their video, their presentation video where I can go ahead and review them because what I would like to do with this podcast is have a dedicated week of nothing but missionaries where we uh, Andy and I, we can interview them. We can d- talk to them, do a little uh, Q&A back and forth, but also allow them to have a platform to our one listener to to be able to explain that they're calling to what part of the uh, mission field that they're going to. And I want this to be a blessing in two folds. Number one, I would like to equip that missionary with a copy of this podcast or this audio that he could also use as a tool to send to other churches to be able to uh, give his heartbeat of his ministry to a, a church and also to um, other 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 uh, important people that um, he or she may be needing to communicate with. And also number three, uh, number two, is I want to be able to have a tool for the church because so many churches went down because of the COVID. Um, I don't think that's something that has been is ta- being talked about enough. And you're saying, Steve, what do you mean church is going down? I mean, I'm not talking about they're closing doors or they, uh, they uh, you know. Stopped functioning. Stopped functioning. I'm talking about one illustration that has been evident in this uh, COVID is when the government shut the doors of the church. Okay. When the health orders came down to shut the doors of the church. So many churches could not get their message out due to the fact that they didn't have either, one, the know-how, how to stream, or how to be able to, first of all, utilize the Internet. And number two, they didn't have the equipment or the tools. So what I would like to do is is be able to have this this podcast to be a part of the church's toolkit per se. And, you know, obviously with our ministry, we can help and to be able to form and be able to lead them in the right direction on how to do a website and how to embed this podcast or how to embed the many resources that we have on our online platform. And if you haven't been a part of our online platform, you're really missing a lot because our online platform really, truly is a virtual uh, virtual church in the sense that you are an actual member of that group, of that church, where you get to communicate with all the other members, with the pastor and uh, pastor's wife, and we have other activities. We have, we have uh, movies, we have uh, Bible studies, we have different videos. We have different uh, seminary content, if you wish, uh, of a scholarly aspect. Uh, But we try to give as much as we could on an online platform to be able to reach others. And really, it's just not for Faith Baptist Church. It's really for others, a place where if you don't have a place to go to to call home or to call church, or if church cannot communicate to you on an online platform, this is the place for you. We're also in the sense of we're here to just minister and to just help you during your special time of need. I know uh, me personally as a military member and traveling all over the world, I always needed to find that online platform to be able to hear my messages or to hear my sermons. So we're just providing that for you. So those are some of the things to our one listener that you're expected to hear from us, probably starting about next week. We're going to be doing the curriculum, and next couple weeks after that, we'll probably start start, uh, as soon as we start receiving these missionary videos, and uh, we can pinpoint it down when we can do the interviews and be able to produce that. For you. Like always, you can visit us at the uh, Faith, faith uh, Baptist El Paso.org. That's our website. We're also on Facebook at Faith Baptist El Paso. Uh, you can find us on the Faith Life, the community online platform that I discuss with you, at faithlife.com forward slash Faith El Paso. That's faithlife.com forward slash Faith El Paso. And like always, we're praying for you. We thank you. Thank you from our one listener to listen to us. Please be a follower again under another email. Look forward to hearing from you. God bless.